0: Hey everybody, welcome to the set. So there's this article from Justin News. Obama shaped CIA to boost political agenda hire. Le- leftist activists, former agent says and it appears like in the CIA under the Obama administration, he had leftist activists working there. And so let's explore what that means because just because, you know, someone is a Democrat or a Republican doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to be and work in the CIA, but Activists is another level beyond just that. It means they're involved in leftist agendas, right? So let's read on and see what this means, if it really means anything, and expound on it. Former CIA agent John Gentry said that the CIA became politicized under the Obama administration with the hiring of Democratic activists who shifted the intelligence agency leftward. So this is a former CIA agent. Gentry, a Georgetown University adjunct professor, served in the CIA from 1978 to 1990. So he wasn't there during when, Joe, when Barack Obama was president. But he's in the know, you know, former CIA agent. The agency's political changes in his new book, Details, the Changes, Neutering the CIA, Why U.S. Intelligence versus Trump Has Long-Term Consequences. The politicization of the nonpartisan agency first became an issue in the nineteen nineties under CIA analyst Robert Gates, who later went went on to become defense secretary for both George W. Bush and Barack Obama. Gentry says at the time Gates ordered reports to be skewed to support elected officials. Political narratives, according to the Washington Times. By the way, first before we go on any further, we know the FBI is politicized, we know that they Interfered in the 2020 election, and they said that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. Right? They sent that out with 50 intelligence people from the FBI signing off on that, that it's Russian disinformation in the laptop, and that had an effect on the election, as polls afterwards have showed. I don't know to what extent, but it surely did have some sort of an effect. And even if it's a point, one percent, or a point 1%, it is election interference. You're talking about it. thousands of people voting a specific way. And it's the intentions as well. They were afraid of Trump winning. They interfered because of that. They didn't want the Biden um, run to get hurt by the information that came out about the laptop. But is it any surprise <laughs> if you find out that the CIA is corrupt Mike Pompeo, who worked for President Trump, was the head of the CIA under Trump, and then he became Secretary of State. So he isn't known as being a corrupt person, whereas at the FBI, Trump appointed someone to be the head of the the FBI under his administration, and that person in 2020 collaborated with the Biden campaign at that point, pretty much, to say that that laptop was Russian disinformation. So that was a corrupt person to be put in charge by Trump, and that was a big mistake on Trump's part. But Mike Pompeo is not known as a corrupt person at that level. You want to say his establishment, okay, but we don't know about that. But, But it shouldn't come to any surprise that the CIA is corrupt. According to RFK, they killed his uncle, John F. Kennedy. And... There's a lot of mysterious stuff ab- when you look at the killing of JFK, obviously. Anybody that even stepped into that 1% knows that it's really suspicious. A lot of stuff went missing, a lot of documents relating to that. And and I don't know why someone would want to murder JFK, someone from the establishment. I don't know why he was such a threat. Surely President Trump was more of a threat. But did he have a plan and, you know, Robert F. Kennedy, RFK's father, was um, also killed. What what was the plan of the Kennedys? They weren't like Robert F. Kennedy, who's running now as an independent, ran as a Democrat, and then stepped out of the party because they were treating him unfairly throughout the summer. It's not like they were this extreme family that was anti-establishment like RFK is. I can understand why he is if they killed his uncle, but why was JFK such a threat? That's a question I have, and I, I want to explore that in the future. But is the CIA corrupt? It shouldn't be of any surprise. There's corruption everywhere. When you look at these federal organizations, there's a difference between local cops, where it's under Let's say the New York City police chief for that. It's all separate. So you might have some corrupt police departments, but they're not all under one big thing. But in this case, since we have corrupt administrations, they take over departments of the federal government, FBI, the CIA. They put their corrupt people on the top. And those at the bottom that are working in the FBI, in the CIA, they're not necessarily bad people. And there are a lot of good agents. Secret Service, there are doubts about that, that they covered up th- for the Bidens when you look at the cocaine that was found in the White House. That investigation just disappeared. We didn't find out who left cocaine at the White House that could have killed the president, quite frankly. So let's continue in this article. Obama and his appointees made an end in institutionalized significant changes, largely by creating new structures, policies, and incentives designed to alter organizational cultures in ways congruent with Obama's political agenda, Gentry wrote. He said that democratic activists hired by Obama shifted leftward the collective politically salient worldview of the intelligence bureaucracy. Gentry also calls the CIA a center of partisan political activity. Okay, I want more details before I really believe that this gentry who worked for the FBI from 97-D to 1990, that he has something really, excuse me, worked for the CIA that proves that the CIA is corrupt. This shift was illustrated in the 2016 election with the most prominent example occurring with the embrace of the since-discredited Christopher Steele dossier. While activists tried hard to keep observers focused on Trump and his exceptionalism, the preponderance of evidence points strongly to the continued existence of a politicized intelligence community that will cause problems for years to come long after Trump has left the political scene, Gentry said. So I guess, without any additional details that he's providing, will we will be take him for his word? I don't know. But it's good to keep this in mind. Don't trust the CIA. Um, And let's look out for any additional details. Ramaswamy's campaign stops spending money on TV ads. So this was the headlines all over. And it's really a joke because TV is going out, okay? Yes, at the beginning of December... He spent $200,000 on ads, and TV ads, in the first week. And then later in the month, only $6,000 in TV ads. So that's a serious decline. But the younger generation of people aren't watching TV, really. So I guess he wanted to get a boost with older people. And I was reaching out to younger people because he appeals more to young, extreme Republicans, and not more than Trump does, but more than Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis. So he's going to try to get that younger people uh, out to vote for him, and that's where he's going to go in there and put his ads out on social media, through texts, voicemails, and that kind of stuff. And here's a look at the polls. Where it's at right now, R- Real Clear Politics a pretty trustable um, poll company. So Ramaswamy at the National GOP poll, Trump is at sixty two point five percent. DeSantis at eleven, Haley at eleven. Okay, so it's uh, significant to say DeSantis at eleven point three, Haley at eleven. Point 0.0, so DeSantis is at point three ahead of Haley, really tight over there, not that it really matters in terms of them being the nominee, as it appears Trump, you know, being over 50 points ahead than any other candidate, he's got it, but Ramaswamy lingering behind DeSantis and Haley at 4%, and that's because he's so controversial. Um, And at the beginning, he was standing out. He was extreme. But people, until his anti-Israel and his idea with China and Ukraine came out, people perceived him to be a young, smart guy. and He's very smart. And someone as a possible alternative to Trump, although he was extremely MAGA, someone similar to Trump but without The baggage. Now, obviously the extreme Trump MAGA supporters, those that really like Trump and everything about him, stuck to him from the beginning, and they weren't going to Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy was polling pretty nicely, 19%, 14%, and he was getting ready to beat DeSantis, but then the information came out about him being anti-Israel, pro-giving Taiwan to China, Ukraine to Russia, and we're not going to get into that whole argument now, but that's really what got the moderate Republicans just to step away from him. And he's at 4%, which is surprising, because extreme Republicans are with Trump, extreme MAGA Republicans. Moderates are not sticking with Ramaswamy, not sticking with Trump, splitting up between DeSantis and Nikki Haley, but Ramaswamy still stands strong at 4%. So my assumption and what I think is going on here is that Ramaswamy is getting the 4%, and this reflects that in the Republican Party you have 4% of Alex Jones type of people that are even more extreme than Trump is, because that's really where Ramaswamy is going, as I see it. And he did interviews with Alex Jones. That's not the point. It's not proving that he's um, going in that direction necessarily. Although DeSantis wouldn't do an Alex Jones interview. Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist, an extremist. But from his rhetoric, it appears that he's going on that down that path. And he wants to be the, with the really extremely controversial people beyond Trump or anybody. And those are very extreme people that are fierce, that are... Ex- Extremely so-called patriotic. Some white supremacists mixed in there as well. But they're a very powerful group of people. They're canceled all over the place. Alex Jones is canceled from YouTube. You know, censored. Uh, He is a threat. He does say certain true things that disturb the establishment. But he does he go beyond that. Yeah, he says a lot of crazy stuff. I see Tucker Carlson's also moving in that direction. Um, Who else is going there? Uh, Steven Crowder is trying to be good with Alex Jones. Uh, Kanye West, right? So Ramaswamy is moving to that Kanye West place. Um, But Kanye West actually (coughs) came out and apologized. And we'll get to that in a minute. He apologized to the Jewish people for what he said last year about them. Uh, okay, so we the national polls, very important poll numbers, okay, but they don't re- reflect what the numbers are going to look like in four months from now because if, let's say the first two states are won by somebody other than Trump, then say it's Haley wins the first two states of Iowa, of yeah, those first two states in the primary, then the DeSantis people that are... Supporting him, many of them will move to Haley or vice versa. In Iowa, very important state, Trump is at 51 percent. The at 18, Haley at 16, Ramaswamy at 5.9. Okay, New Hampshire. Here's an interesting one. Trump at 46, Haley at 24 percent, point eight, basically 25 percent. That's very strong. That's really edging up close to Trump in New Hampshire compared to any other polls you see out there. Regularly, if you hear 46 to 24, 24 is in the dump. (laughs) Okay. But in this case, where we're looking for the last couple of months at polls, and we're really thinking about these polls, where Trump is at like 60, 70 percent, and you have Haley at 19, DeSantis at 18, and everybody's thinking about who is ahead, who is behind as being second, Haley in New Hampshire at twenty four percent point8 is very strong in this competition of who can be number two. That's a strong number. Um, national polls show Biden in the Democratic primary at 68 percent 68 point three percent. Williamson at 7.8 Phillips at 3 point3. These are people Williamson and Phillips who you've never heard of. Okay. Uh, nobody's standing behind them because they have no idea who these people are. There's not a single prominent Democrat running in the Democratic primary because it's not a Democratic party. Seventy percent of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to be the nominee of their party, but they're not being given another choice. And that's why Joe Biden is polling at 68 percent as being the likely nominee. But that doesn't mean Democrats want him to be the nominee. In fact, they don't. As I mentioned, 70 percent don't want him to be the nominee. In New Hampshire, Biden is at 47%, Phillips at 11 Williamson at 8 Okay. Now, let's go back to the Connie West situation where he's apologizing. And it doesn't really mean anything necessarily. It, he lost billions of dollars. He sh- and he did it to be controversial to get attention and because he hates and is jealous of Jared Kushner Jared Kushner being Jewish a multi-billionaire I think he's richer possibly than Trump people forget that or never thought about that and he got that attention but now he's out he wants to come back in and, and apologize and possibly make back some of the money that he lost and it's it's a good thing maybe that he's not going to continue on with that kind of hatred, where he has no basis for what he says. Like, he'll say one thing one day, the other thing the other day, you challenge him, he walks out. He did a podcast at the time with, with all the heat against him, um, where he said those anti-Semitic things, and he walked out of the podcast because someone was challenging him and being tough with him and saying, hey, what are you saying what is this based on or that he just walked out of the interview that tells you this guy is a real person with real opinions right no he just wants to yell out his things he's a mental lunatic but that's that where is the apology I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for any unintended outburst caused by my words or action. He emphasized that his intention was never to cause hurt or disrespect and he deeply regrets any pain his actions might have inflicted. Extremely sincere, right? I am committed to starting to starting with myself, I don't know what that means, and learning from this experience to ensure greater sensi- sensitivity and understanding in the future. He expressed the importance of forgiveness and his dedication to making amends. And fostering unity. And he put this out in Hebrew. Ani mitnatzel bekanos whatever. wasn't in English, maybe because he's embarrassed and he wants the Jewish people to see it. Um, but he doesn't want his fans to see it and understand what it means. But they'll know eventually this is, I don't know, is this going to make it to the national news? Are they just ignoring Kanye West? I don't know. It's certainly making its rounds, but is this gonna be spoken about on national television, on radio, and podcast? To what extent? That's a real question. Is he sincere? If he really if he wasn't in a m- during a mental breakdown when he said all these things and he's not sincere. And even if he was, he possibly believes some of what he said, which doesn't reflect that it's reality. Could be jealousy towards you know, Jared Kushner and the fact that there are so many successful Jews. That's a reality, but that doesn't mean that there's a collaboration between rich Jews to take over the world. There's no evidence of that. George Soros does not work along with the Bibi Netanyahu. They're on completely different sides, okay? That's clear. You got a person that's backing people that are anti-Israel. That's George Soros, billionaire in the United States, that giving money to... Politicians in the United States that are anti-Israel. You got Bibi Netanyahu, who is extremely pro-Israel. I think he's a corrupt person, but they're not working together. They have two different agendas, and you can look at many different examples of this. Are there many successful Jews? Yes. Are there jealous people of that? Yes. Um, but if Kanye West wasn't, dur- you know, holding during a mental breakdown, and now he got out of it, then he's only doing this because he wants to make back money and because he wants to get back somewhere. And even during the mental breakdown, I think it was purely for attention and controversy and to be in the news. That's what that was all about. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one.